coming up this week is International Women's Day, a day to recognize women's achievements. And every year there is a theme. This year's theme is breaking the bias. We know that bias affects what we do as human beings. We are all biased. And it's only by trying to recognize that bias, calling it out, talking about it, that we can create change in our lives, in our organizations, in the systems that exist. So if you're a local in Houston, or hey, if you want to fly to Houston, come join us this Thursday. We're going to have our own happy hour. We're calling it an industry mixer with the Oil & Gas Global Network to celebrate women's achievements and hear from an amazing group of women who are going to talk about how they break the bias in their own careers through their own leadership. It's going to be a great event. Tickets are $25. You can register at womenoffshore.org. I hope to see you there in just a few days. And happy International Women's Day to all the amazing women who listen to this podcast. Today on the show, we're going to hear from a woman who is an experienced seafarer from Mexico. She's going to share her career, her challenges, and what she's most proud of. This is the Women Offshore Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Cedeno, a mariner and founder of Women Offshore. Women Offshore is a 501c3 nonprofit organization supporting a diverse workforce on the water. As a lot of you know, we have a mentoring program at Women Offshore. It was something that started back in 2017 as a beta program, ran it for about six months, and then opened up the program to the public in 2018. It's been interesting. Lots of lessons learned over the years on how to run this program. And one of the things that I had to learn was how important it was to take our worldwide community in this mentoring program and pair women in the same geographic locations. At first, I thought it was really cool to pair a woman, say, in Australia with a woman in South Africa or Northern Europe. But what I learned was that even though it would be great for them to expand their network and meet someone that they might never meet before, the similarities are still important. It helps with credentialing, so... If you're going after, say, a license upgrade, it's important to know someone in your geographic region who can answer your questions about what you need to do for your license. It's also important to speak the same language as the person that you are paired with. And while we're expected as at least navigation officers to be able to speak English on the bridge, It's not everyone's native language, obviously. And there are certain words and phrases that some people can say in their native language, which isn't English, that you can't say in English. And to really connect with someone and to share your thoughts and your feelings and what you're going through, say, with your mentor, it's important to have that ability to speak your native tongue. So through that lesson, I've tried to apply that 
with our standard operating procedure for running our mentoring program and some of the other things that we do at Women Offshore to remember how important it is to speak that language that you're born into. And so today is what that is about. Maria Avalos, she's here today to talk about her experiences at sea, and she's going to do it in her native tongue. She's from Mexico, so she's going to speak Spanish, and we have a translator here, Christina Wagner. Maria is a bridge officer with six years' experience overseas and 22 years total in the offshore industry. She's worked on dynamic positioning vessels as a senior DPO and a DPO, She has her chief officer's license and is a graduate of the Merchant Marine Academy in Veracruz, Mexico. So with all that said, welcome Maria and Christina to the Women Offshore podcast. Thanks for having us. Gracias. Yeah, thanks so much for being here. I'm really excited to learn about Maria's career and what she's accomplished. And Christina, thanks for being here to translate. So The first question I have for you, Maria, is just tell us about your background and how you got started in the maritime industry. Hola, Cristina. Hola, Ali. Muchas gracias, antes que nada, por la invitación a su podcast. Y leeré una breve introducción de cómo inicié en el medio marítimo. Realmente fue una casualidad encontrarme con la carrera que estudié, que fue la licenciatura en piloto naval ya que llegué a la ciudad de Veracruz por una cirugía que le iban a practicar a mi madre y ahí conocí la escuela. Eh, Ingresé en el el año de 1995 y la carrera. So basically she's saying, thank you so much for having me. And I'm just going to begin by saying a little bit of how I started in my career. And it was basically by coincidence, actually, that she came to Veracruz for a surgery that was going to be performed on her mom. Eh, egresé en el año de 1999, entonces este, inicié mis prácticas en un barco de carga general, eh, la motonave Laja, de una empresa chilena, eh, que en su momento fue la management, era Southern Sheet Management en Chile, pero la compañía pertenecía a CCAB una empresa chilena, creo que actualmente sigue en el mercado con sus barcos contenedores. Ahí estuve alrededor de siete años trabajando en diferentes tipos de barcos. Ok, la carrera que comencé fue en el área de piloto naval, en el área de cubierta, en el cual en las diferentes embarcaciones eh, estuve como eh, tercer oficial, después ascendía segundo oficial Y finalmente estuve como primer oficial en un barco de carrero, le llamamos barcos Rorro, donde hacíamos eh, viajes eh, inter, internacionales. Eh, la última ruta que teníamos era costa de Japón, costa este de Japón, eh, costa este de Estados Unidos y otro viaje Japón de nuevo, costa oeste de Estados Unidos, vía Canal de Panamá. Maria graduated in 1999 from the academy and she basically started working for a Chilean company and she was there for seven years. So she worked her way up little by little. She graduated as a naval pilot, started as a third official, then second, then first. And once she got to her first official, she began traveling internationally a lot, 
through the coast of Japan and back to the U.S. coast. So basically, they were all international trips. Great. Yeah, that's exciting. You've gone all over the world, Maria. So tell us, what are you most passionate about in your job? Realmente, a mí me apasiona todo, todo lo que es mi carrera. He podido compaginar eh, la parte profesional con la parte familiar. Eh, obviamente he tenido muchísimo el apoyo de mi esposo. Entonces, lo que me apasiona es poder eh, entregar lo que, lo, lo que pueda aportar a mi carrera, a mis compañeros, a la empresa donde trabajo. So basically, she's really passionate about everything with the career. She's in love with the career because it gives her a wonderful professional and so basically a work balance and her family. She's able to spend time with her family as well as her career. And that's thanks to her husband. She likes to give everything to her work and her family. And this is the perfect career that's allowed her to do that. Good. That's great. Yeah. Talking with other women who are moms on the water and have families, it's so important to them to have that off time and they get a lot of time off with a seagoing career. So it's great to hear about that and hear about your passion and how you support your family. Let's switch gears for a second and talk about challenges. What challenges have you overcome in your career? Uno de los principales obstáculos al principio de la carrera fue el hecho de, en México sobre todo, que era mujer. Entonces me rechazaron muchas empresas para hacer mis prácticas. Fue uno de los obstáculos que más he, este, he experimentado. El hecho de, de, de que por ser mujer eh, tienen un estigma acerca de nuestra labor a bordo. Pero los he sabido sobrellevar porque no me doy por vencida. Eh, lucho tenazmente por, por demostrar que realmente el puesto donde estoy o el trabajo que estoy desempeñando lo puedo desempeñar igual que mis demás compañeros varones. Eh, últimamente, en los, en los últimos años, se ha aperturado más la, el hecho de que más mujeres estemos trabajando tanto en overseas como en el offshore. Y hemos hecho un excelente trabajo. Eh, no solamente yo como, como profesionista, sino también tantas colegas que actualmente están a bordo u, u otras han decidido estar en el onshore, aportando de otra manera, ya sea dando clases, eh, dirigiendo una empresa o bien como tú, Ali, que, estás, eh, que tienes tu fundación de Women Offshore. Pero el mayor obstáculo ha sido ese, la, el hecho de ser mujer, el, el hecho de la discriminación que hay muchas veces. Perfect. So, Maria basically says the major obstacle has been to be a woman in this industry. When she started her career, it was very hard to get a job just based on the fact that she was a woman and there was a stigma towards women offshore and how they were performing their jobs. She's been able to fight this and basically overcome all these obstacles because she fights every day to show that she can do an equal or better job than her male counterparts. 
Lately, in the recent years, she says this has changed greatly, where we see a lot more women offshore, both offshore and onshore. So we see a lot of women in the office and we see a lot of women offshore. They all show that women are very valuable to the industry, basically like you, Ali, who now have this wonderful podcast and are able to showcase a lot of these women in the industry. That's great. It sounds like you've overcome quite a bit and have persevered to have this great career. And I'm glad there are more opportunities for women in general, but especially for you, Maria. Sí, te decía que agradezco, agradezco mucho esto, esto que hace Ali. Y eh, como te decía, últimamente en los últimos años se le ha dado una mayor apertura a lo que es el tema de mujeres a bordo. Eh, no sé que no ha sido un camino fácil antes que we, yo estuviera en esta carrera en México eh, ya teníamos profesionales iniciaron eh, si no mal recuerdo en la época de los 80 las primeras mujeres entonces fueron como que las primeras pioneras en llegar a abrir el aperturar el, el mercado en la industria marítima después seguimos nosotras y pues las generaciones futuras eh, que están a punto de egresar o que están entrando a una escuela náutica. En México actualmente hay empresas donde sí aceptan mujeres. Obviamente ha, han habido muchas, muchos requisitos, muchos, este, eh, no hagas esto porque si no te podemos correr, eh, lo otro. Pero se han, se han estado abriendo más campos, más, este, más colegas están, están trabajando tanto a bordo, como decía anteriormente, como en tierra. Y para mí es un gran orgullo ser una marina mercante, una, un marino mercante, y, y qué más poderlo desarrollar a bordo. Y que nos den esa oportunidad de, de contribuir en cosas positivas para la industria y también llevar una vida eh, buena en tierra, una vida eh, satisfactoria, feliz, de, bueno, en lo personal, feliz yo. No sé mis demás compañeras, pero hablo por mí, que me siento satisfecha de haber logrado muchas metas en, a mi, en mi vida y poder eh, haber compaginado el ser madre, que también era, era algo que, que tenía muchos sueños y se pudo lograr la meta y también continuar con mi trabajo. Eso es algo que que a mí me enorgullece mucho y me llena de satisfacción. Y sé que mis demás colegas también han podido ser madres. Tengo muchas amigas que actualmente no están trabajando, pero, pero han sido, eh, han desarrollado su carrera también. María es super proud of being able to represent women in this industry. And she believes that the first women, the pioneers of the 70s, you know, had it a lot harder than she did, but even now it's getting to become more visible and easier as the years pass. Future generations now, especially in Mexico, have more opportunities that we're seeing them graduate more from the universities or naval academies, and they are being admitted into these companies, although there is still a lot of skepticism from the companies and basically a lot of kind of rigorous rules that they are put in place and a bit of a double standard for women, we are seeing a lot more of them. She says she's very proud of being a woman in this industry and 
She's proud of being able to serve as an ambassador as well for other women and share her experiences and kind of pave the way for them and make it a little bit easier for them. She's very satisfied both in her career as in her personal life because her career has allowed her to have that balance and be able to be a mother and perform those duties as well. She believes it's a perfect career for her and she hopes other women see it as that because to her being a mother is very important and that balance has been great. So what advice do you have for women looking to work at sea long-term like you have? El consejo que les puedo dar es que nunca duden de sus capacidades, que sean tenaz en las metas que se proponen, que somos fuertes, que somos unas guerreras y que podemos trabajar a la par de compañeros hombres con los cuales eh, he trabajado y han sido excelentes colegas. Eh, les daría el consejo de que no porque encontremos un no por primera vez nos desanimemos, sino que confiemos en nuestras capacidades, confiemos en que podemos salir, en que hemos sido guerreras y luchadoras desde el inicio de la historia y podemos aportar cosas muy positivas y muy constructivas en nuestra industria marítima y sobre todo apoyarnos entre mujeres no vernos como enemigas, sino más bien como, como amigas o como hermanas, hermanas del mar, hermanas que podemos hacer cambios, que podemos o hemos hecho historia y que podemos mejorar un entorno laboral a bordo. So, Maria's advice would be not to doubt yourself ever, to be strong, to trust that they can be strong and that they can do anything that their male mariners counterparts are doing there's a lot of great colleagues out there that are male don't let one bad experience maybe tarnish that for you because that teamwork is everything trust your gut lift your counterpart women up always lift your and i like what she says she said always lift your sisters at sea up and basically be there for them because we as women can make a difference. We can make a difference in our career and we can make a difference in our teams. So trust your gut. That's great. That's great advice, Maria. And so true with everything, especially lifting other women up and trusting your gut and not letting you know a bad situation really determine your career or where you're going to go next. So Thank you for sharing all that. Thank you so much for sharing your experience with us. Is there anything else you would like to talk about or share today? Lo que más podía añadir es que le agradezco infinitamente el que me haya dado la oportunidad de estar a través de este micrófono y poder compartir un pedacito de, de mi experiencia, de mi experiencia a bordo y de mi experiencia como como mujer eh, tanto profesionista como madre de familia eh, sé que todas podemos solamente es tener fe tener fe y confianza en nosotras como profesionistas y como parte de una familia ya sea madre ya sea soltera ya eh, como mujer te agradezco mucho Ali eh, por esta oportunidad, igualmente Cristina, por ser mi soporte 
en la barrera del idioma, pero eh, me llevo algo muy bonito, muy bonito de este programa y espero que, que sigas, sigas, Ali, eh, descubriendo mujeres, mujeres guerreras como tú, como Cristina, como yo, como todas las que nos escuchan a través de tus micrófonos. Muchas felicidades, mucho éxito en lo que está por venir y infinitas gracias por darme esta oportunidad. So, Ali Maria would like to add a huge thank you for allowing her to share a little bit more about herself, both on the professional side of her journey and where she is and be able to share that with other women. And she also wants to thank you for letting you, for being able to share her personal life as well. She says that all women should have faith in what they do and allow for that balance being either a professional or a family woman. It is all possible and it is being done. She wants to congratulate you and your podcast for everything that you do and bringing all of these wonderful women to light and to continue to share their experiences because that is extremely important. So she is very grateful and thankful for being able to be on this today. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you to both of you. Let's stay in touch. This was a lot of fun today. Thank you. Thank you, Allie. Thanks for tuning in to the Women Offshore podcast. What did you think of the show? Leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Additionally, if you want to propel Women Offshore forward, please visit womenoffshore.org or womenoffshore.shop. Make a donation or purchase some swag. Until next time, stay safe out there and I'll talk to you soon.